Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, Atletico Cerezo 1, Trabzonspor UK 3, Gal All-Stars 2, Hornsey and Highgate 0. And in my game of the week, Highgate Albion 10, Takers 2. I did predict a 3-1 win for Highgate Albion, but I did not predict this result. A very big statement for them against one of their main rivals for the title. Takers, obviously, the Middlesex Premier Cup champions. Highgate Albion, the reigning defending champions of the league. And that's a very big result, very big statement for Highgate Albion there. Moving on to the championship, Real Menza 6, Panda FC 4. And in my game of the week, the Bandits 2, Alexandra Knights 2. Did predict four goals in this game, but I predicted a 3-1 Bandits win. I I was expecting them to maintain their 100% record. Alexandra Knights had lost their 100% record last week in the league. Um, but a very good bounce back result for Alexandra Knights. You know, a two all draw away from home against the Bandits is very good for them. Moving on to Division 1 now AC Finchley 3, Peckinsport 1. We unfortunately fell to a 4 3 loss against London Wednesday. A game uh, with a lot of attacking quality and some very questionable refereeing decisions on both ends of the pitch as well, not just against us against them as well um and it was very basic errors as well sometimes uh, there's a you know there are mistakes made by refs but in this instance there was a a chance for them where uh, offside was given from a goal kick um and obviously you can't be offside from a goal kick and uh, they were actually through on goal so you know it didn't just affect us but in the end of the day at 2-1 when we came from behind we should have taken you know more of initiative we had some good chances and should have made it 3-1 but in the end of the day we just turned off at important moments and were punished uh, we were punished by set piece to make it 4-3 in the end and couldn't get back in the game United House 4 Northumberland Park Rangers 4 and in my game of the week Highgate Album Reserves 4 Gospel Oak 1 I did go for a 3 or 4-1 win for Highgate Album Reserves there. Just based on how both teams were when we played them. When we played Gospel Oak, um, we won 2-1. But the scoreline did flatter them. Especially in the first half. We should have put 3 or 4 past them very easily. And we didn't. And uh, they grew into the game. And yeah, the 2-1 scoreline flattered them there. But... I think Highgate Albion should have probably scored three or four against us in the first half. And, um, you know, we then grew into the game and maybe could have got an equaliser. But I could see by how both teams played against us that Highgate Albion would pick up the win as there is a marked quality between both of the teams we faced. Moving on to Division 2 now. And the Tolians 3, AFC Edmonton 3. AFC Oakwood Reserves 3, Trent Park 10. And in my game of the week, GTFA 1, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s 8. I did go for a 2-1 win. I didn't go for an 8-1 win. I didn't think it'd be that easy for Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. But they are very impressive this season. They maintain their top of the league lead. And that's a very good result for them, you know. A step up in quality from Division 6 to Division 2. GTFA aren't a bad size as well. They're a very decent outfit on their day. And it proves today or Sunday was not their day. As they fought a very comprehensive defeat against Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. Moving on into Division 3 now. London Orient 4. Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 4. Shentry Athletic 0. AFC Muswell Hill 1st 4. 
Continental 8, Underdogs 2. And in my game of the week, North London Wanderers 2, Sopranos FC 3. I did go for a 4-3 win for North London Wanderers based on their very impressive win the week before against Continental. But Sopranos FC together, as I've said, are always involved in very entertaining games. And it proved this day as another very entertaining game for them as they pick up a very good away win it's North London Wanderers. Moving on to Division 4 now. NLR 5, Arnos Rangers 1, Brotherhood 7, Inter Mill Hill 0, Camden FC 3, Gower Phoenix 2, FC Crickwood 3, Barnet Salsa 4. Into Division 5 now. South Tottenham United 5, Talflick FC 4, Northwest Galactico 6, New Copper FC 1, and Fireside FC 3. Cock Fosters 4 into Division 6 now. Cody Hatch Athletic 1, North Athletico Seniors 5, Armenian Youth Association 3, Northwest Wolves 5, Enfield Albion 8, Edmonton Rovers 3, and Highgate Albion Fourths 1, AFC Muswell Hill 2nd 3. Into the Middlesex Premier Club Cup, Club Assyria 3, Westbourne United 2. Very disappointing result for Westbourne United. They were 2-0 up in this game, but Club Assyria, a very experienced side, used it and came back from 2-0 down to pick up the win at home and knock out Westbourne United. Park Royal 3, Grenfell Athletic 1, Showtime FC 4, Heavy Hitters 2. And moving on now into the Middlesex Junior Cup, Highgate Albion 3rd 3, Mill Hill Club the Football 6, North London Colts 3, Royal Park 3, North London Colts advancing on penalties, OHR 2, Enfield United 2, Enfield United advancing on penalties there. We also had Hounslow Wolves 5, Roven Reporters reserves, no, Roven Reporters nil, it was the first, it was the first team, and Grange Park nil, Shorleywood 2. Into the mid, uh, the London Challenge Cup, Southwest Rangers five, AFC Oakwood seven. Very good result for AFC Oakwood, going away from home to South London and picking up a very entertaining t- in a twelve-goal thriller. I went for a two-one win for AFC Oakwood, so obviously I went for a two-one win with one and two in it, and it ended up being a twelve-goal thriller instead. So. Uh, my luck's there. Um, Swag 6, the Wrongans 2. Very disappointing result for the Wrongans. They were the underdog against Swag. Very experienced team who've been in the London Cup numerous times. I did think Swag would win by two or three goals. I went for a 4-1 win. And it proved that way. Too much Swag for the Wrongans. And Memetchik, uh, Rocker Seniors 3, Memetchik Galata 3. Memetchik advancing on penalties, a big shock. I actually thought Rocker Seniors would win 3-1. So a very experienced Rocker Seniors team knocked out by Memetchik. Very good result for them. Moving on into the fixtures now, we will... After the fixtures, look at the London Sunday Challenge Cup draw, which was made. We'll look at the uh, draw implications for the Barnet Sunday League teams. But we'll start off in the Premier Division. Gowell Stars versus Park Royals. Takers facing Hornsey and Highgate. And in my game of the week, Trabzon Sport UK facing Highgate Albion. Trabzon Sport UK coming off a very impressive few results. They beat Bickley and they beat Atletico Cerezo. But they've got Highgate Albion in their sights now. And Highgate Albion are riding the crest of a wave. Some very impressive results. They smashed Hornsey and Highgate. They destroyed the wall and they battered Takers. So they're going to be very, very hot. I'm going for a 5-2 win for Highgate Albion there. Into the championship now. Panda FC versus the Bandits. Heavy hitters facing Memetjik Galata. Zaza FC facing Alexandria Knights. And then my game of the week. A team, teams with contrasting form. 
from the start of the season, it's Westbourne United facing Real Menza. Westbourne United have lost two of their last three games. Real Menza at the start of the season lost three straight. They've actually rattled off two straight wins here. But I see form flipping. I see Westbourne United getting back on track with a 3-1 win into Division 1 now. AC Finchley versus Enfield United. Northumberland Park Rangers versus Gospel Oak. Peckinspore versus United House. And it's only going to be one game for the game of the week in Division 1. The two top teams, London Wednesday facing Highgate Albion Reserves. We've played both teams. We both teams beat us narrowly by the odd goal. I'm going to go for a 3-2 win for Highgate Albion Reserves. Into Division 2 now. Trent Park face Anatolians. AFC Oakwood Reserves face Locomotive Thunder. And North London Athletic face GTFA. Into Division 3 now. Shentry Athletic facing London Orient. Underdogs facing North London Wanderers. And Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys facing AFC Muswell Hill. Into Division 4 now. Honest Rangers facing Brotherhood FC. Maida Villa facing Barnet Salsa. NLR facing Gower Phoenix and Highgate Albion thirds facing FC Cricklewood into Division 5 now. Fireside FC facing Roven Reporters. New Copper FC facing Cock Fosters. Talflick FC facing South Tottenham United. And into Division 6, AFC Muswell Hill seconds facing New Barnet. Chef Chow and Berbers facing Armenian Youth Association. Highgate Albion Falls facing Edmonton Rovers, North Atletico Seniors facing Enfield Albion, and North West Bulls facing Coney Hatch Athletic. We also have Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup action. It's the second round. AFC Edmonton face EC Galaxy, Camden FC face Continental, Grange Park face AFC Rose. And North London Colts face North West Galacticos. We also have Middlesex Premier Cup action as AFC Oakwood face Atletico Cerezo. So we're going to go over those London Sunday Challenge Cup fixtures. So it's Farnborough Old Boys Guild from the Orpington and Bromley facing the Bandits. AFC Oakwood are drawn at home. They face Kumasi Strikers. One of the big ties in the rounds, these Lambeth All-Stars, the winners from 2019. They face takers. Hatch Lane from the Essex Corinthian, who have been very impressive this season. They face Westbourne United. Mehmet Chikolata's reward for beating Rocker Seniors is a home game against last year's champions, Grand Athletic. An all-Barnet league tie sees Trubs and Sport UK face Highgate Albion. And they're meeting this week, so that's a preview. And M Boys FC from the Met League will face either their league rivals, FC Kawoya or Zaza. That game still hasn't been played. It's going to be decided by the committee whether it goes forward or whether who they're going to just decide who's going to win. Um, join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Um, today, just a quick run through of the results from the Sunday just gone. And then also uh, look forward to the fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 17th of October. Um, so starting with the Premier Division, Paxton Rovers 3, Bournemouth Rovers 6, Phoenix 1, 6 Bells 3, Skewbridge 4, Brookmans Park 1 and Plough and Harrow 1. FC Wellin 1. In Division 1, Blackbury Jacks 1, Player Packs 9, Hilltop 7, Wheatsheaf 3, Pinewood 5, AFC London Road Reserves 1. On to Division 2, BWSC 1, Forever Young People 5, Little Heath 0, Wheathampstead 89 3, Mermaid 2, AFC London Road Thirds 2. Bournemouth Raiders nil, two Willows three. That's in Division three, sorry. Oceans 11 8, Oaks three. TNF four, Auburn Dynamo two. 
in Division 4, Moortown 1, Mermaid Reserve 6, Oak United 2, Phoenix Reserves 0, St Albans Athletic 2, Royston Rangers 2, St George's 0, Hearts Vets 3, in Division 5, Brooklyn's Park Reserves 1, Marshallswick Rovers 2, Royston Rangers Reserves 3, London Coney United 1, St Albans Lions 1, Hatfield Comets 5, St Albans Warriors 3, Radlett Town 2, Welling Warriors Reserves 3, Rosen Crown Mosquitoes 2. In, a, uh, in the League Cup competition, Harpen and Cole Old Boys Firsts 2, Harpen and Cole Old Boys Reserves 1. In the Hearts Junior County Cup, it was Hatfield Seniors 9, Hanbury's 1. And Wheat Hampstead Wanderers 9, Hartford Lions 0. And in the Hearts County Senior Cup, Queenshead 5, Allenbury's 3. On to the fixtures now for this coming Sunday, starting with the Premier Division. It's Bournemouth Rovers versus the Queenshead. Brookmans Park against FC Welling. Phoenix against Plough and Harrow, and Six Bells against Skewbridge. In Division 1, Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Hilltop, Pinewood against Blackbury Jacks, Player Packs against Stratford Arms, and Wheatsheaf against AFC London Road Reserves. In Division 2, Mermaid take on Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves, AFC London Road Thirds against Little Heath, Forever Young People against Welling Warriors. Wheat Hampstead 89 against BWSC. In Division 3, AFC Mims against Ocean's 11. Borenwood Raiders against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. Oaks against Hatfield Seniors. Two Willows against the Beehive. In Division 4, Hertfordshire Vets against Oak United. Royston Rangers against Phoenix Reserves. St George's against St Albans Athletic. Stratford Arm Reserves against Mermaid Reserves. In Division 5, Hatfield Comets against Brookmans Park Reserves. Marshallswick Rovers against Rosencrown Mosquito. Phoenix A against Royston Rangers Reserves. St Albans Lions First against London Coney United Firsts. St Albans Warriors against Welling Warriors Reserves. And in the Cup, Radlett Town take on Moortown. So before I go on to this week's Super 6, just a little shout out to Hatfield Mosquitoes, who uh, whose goal has gone viral. We've had BBC Sport, Match of the Day, um, Sport Bible, so many, so many different um, well-known um, social media pages retweeting this and then posting it on their own page, etc. So it's fantastic. I, I think the last time I checked last night, um, the... Um, the Sport Bible was at like nearly half a million views. So look, fantastic goal. If you haven't seen it already, go to the Hearts Ad Twitter page, go to the Hearts Ad Instagram page, check it out. You've probably seen it um, because it's been getting retweeted left, right and centre. But look, um, please go and check it out. It's an absolutely unbelievable goal and I don't think you'll see a better better one all season. In the same game, there's actually a 40-yard free kick that flies into the top corner as well and no one's talking about it, which is an absolute rocket as well. Both from Rose and Crown Mosquitoes. Um, I'm sure they would have rather the three points, but it was two unbelievable goals. But the, 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 the first one I spoke about, absolutely unbelievable. So just moving on then to the Super 6. And this week we have some absolute cracking fixtures for our six divisions. I'm going to start it off with Division 5. So I'm going to start at the bottom division, and it is Rosencrown Mosquitoes. They travel to Marshallswick. So off the back of those two good goals and getting a lot of publicity, they'd still be disappointed, as I said, that they didn't pick up the three points. And they will go to Marshallswick, who are a bit of a bogey team in this league. Two of the favourites in this league, the early leaders, Welling Warriors Reserves and Brookmans Park Reserves, have both slipped up against Marshallswick. On their day, they're a very good side, as are Rosencrown. I think this will be a great game. I'm going to sit on the fence. I think this is going to be a 2-2 draw. Then into Division 4, and we've got the early top two in this division, first play second, as Hearts Vets play Oak United. Now, there's a couple of teams in this uh, division that are also well within it. I've said it before, Div 4 is, is just scattered with, with with very even teams. From I think it's from like seventh up to top. There's only like two or three points in it. This will be a cracking game. Hearts Vets flying out at the moment, undefeated. I know the Oak United boys well. Cracking result for them at the weekend, beating Phoenix Reserves 2-0. So this is going to be a really, really close game. And I think it'll be good. 
I think with home advantage, Hearts Vets will will get a good side out. And I think they'll just edge it. I'm going to go for 2-1 to Hearts Vets in this. Then into Division 3. Top of the table, the Beehive, absolutely flying four from four. One of my picks for the division, and they're not disappointing at the moment. They go face-to-face with two Willows, who, after an opening day defeat, have won every single game that they've played since in the league and cup. So, two very good teams. I think this is going to be a really good game. However, I've got to stick with my guns, and Beehive are very strong this year, and I think they're going to win the league. And I'm going to say they're going to win this one. I'm going to think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be 4-3 to the Beehive. Division 2 brings us two sides that I know very well, Wheat Hampstead 89 and BWSC. Known them both both sides for a number of years now. Two good teams. BWSC still looking for their first win. Wheat 089 with a good win at the weekend against Little Heath. I think they're going to continue that run of form. I'm going to go for 4-1 to Wheat Hampstead 89. Then onto Division 1, a division obviously that I have a lot of interest in with my team being in it and the top two meet for a second time this season. Stratford Arms and Player Packs go head-to-head again, at this time at Player Packs ground at Rothamsted in um, Harpenden. Cracking game the first time out. I know Player Packs will feel like they want to get their revenge and it's going to be a cracking game. I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to say one all. I can't pick between them. They're two cracking sides. They probably will be the top two. I said it before, if anyone finishes above Stratford, I think they'll win the league. I think these two will be the top two in the division. And finally, onto the Prem. Six Bells, who are absolutely flying top of the table at the moment and Skewbridge, who are second, the defending champions, level on points. This is, again, another really, really good game. But for me, it's going to take a lot to beat Skew. They are the they are the side to beat in the Prem. I think Six Bells will give them a cracking run. I'm going to say it's going to be 3-2 to Skew. Really, really close game. That's all for this week. As I said, check out the Hearts Ad social pages to check out this goal. It's unbelievable. And while you're there, why not have a little look at the Super 6? You can win a match ball for your team. That's all for this week. Thank you very much for listening. I'll speak to you all soon. This is a Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk Grassroots Football Podcast, all around the leagues. Starting with the Ron Pope Premier, results from the Sunday just gone. Belmont Athletic 4, Golden Eagles 5, Catford Wanderers 1, Mboys 1, FC Karuya 2, Zavalas 2. John Pitt Senior Division, Carpet FC 4, Self Warriors A 0, FC Rondo 3, Duke of Clarence 4, Litcap 2, FC Croydon Town 5, Tevitt Rangers 2, Athletica Dildow 6. Into Division 1, FC Croydon 6, Honor Oak 0, Bromley Green South 0, Duke FC 4, Catford FC 0, FC Croydon Town 7, Dio Volante 0, Grange Park Rangers 5. Division 2, Blues FC 0, Bromley Road 7, ES Lions 4, South London Doves 2, Petswood Vultures 3, Rosencrown 6, Sporting Lions 1, AFC Charlton Reserves 3. On to the fixtures for the 17th of October, plus my game to look out for in each division. Starting with the Ron Pope Premier, Golden Eagles versus AFC Brixton, Grand Athletic versus Belmont Athletic, M Boys versus FC Kuruya, and Zavalas versus Catford Wanderers. Now the game that sticks out there is the Golden Eagles versus AFC Brixton, two teams battling already, winning their games, winning the points, so that will get the advantage over one or the other. Into the John Pitt Senior. Atletico Dildale versus FC Croydon Town, Brockley Athletic versus Teviot Rangers, Carpet FC versus Duke of Clarence, South Warriors FCA versus Litcap. Uh, the game to look out for there: top of the table clash between Athletic Dildale versus FC Croydon Town. Both top of the league, both with the same amount of points, hoping to get one over the other. So, game to look out for for the John Pitt Senior is Atletico Dildale versus FC Croydon. Town. Into Division 1, FC Croydon Town Reserves versus Catford, Greenwich Park Rangers versus Bromley Green South, Honor Oak versus Dio Volante, Duke versus London Lionhearts. My pick for that one is Honor Oak versus Dio Volante. They know each other from last year, some good games between them, both wanting to pick up some points. 
De Valente trying to pick up uh, after their loss last week. And same, same, same with Honor Oak, both losing, both home to score goal this week. Into Division 2, AFC Charlton Reserves versus Blues FC, Bromley Road versus ES Lions, South London Doves versus Petswood Vultures, and the People's FC versus Sporting Lions. Games for that one is six point already at the bottom of the league between South London Doves and Petswood Vultures, both looking to pick up their first points of the season to move them up the table. So game to look out for in Division 2, South London Doves versus Petswood Vultures. As for this week, hope everyone plays, plays well, keep safe, injury-free. Till next week, bye. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to the Express Auto Centre Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk Podcast with myself, Simon Finnegan, bringing you the update on this week's results, league news and a look ahead to the following week's fixtures. We start the roundup this week looking at the league fixtures and in the Premier Division, Aylesford won 1-0 versus Park Royal, Tommy Whitnell with his 15th goal of the season. That moves them three points clear at the top, but Modern do have two games in hand over them. The game in Division 1 between Leeds Athletic and Leybourne Angels was postponed. Unfortunately, Leeds have reluctantly withdrawn from the competition for this season as they have a number of issues that which need to be resolved, but they will re- be rejoining us next year at the start of the 2022-23 season. In Division 2, Farming Youth were 3-1 winners over Leybourne away from home. Lewis Sharp, Keaton Vans and Joshua Wall getting the goals for Farming. In Division 3, Leybourne City were 5-0 victors over Parkwood Jupiters. Sam O'Dell with a hat-trick, Alex Cable and Lewis Jeffrey with the goals for Leybourne. We move on now to the results from the County Cup competition. And the first game, AFC Borough Reserves won 3-1 versus Walnut Wanderers. The Wanderers scorer unknown. Langley Athletic were 5-2 winners away to Appledore. Jordan Ababio and Randall Hadaway with two each and Lewis Baker with the other Langley Athletic goal. East Morning Sunday lost 3-0 away to Artois United, and in the game between Barmin Blues and Bromley Green, Barmin Blues were winning 7-1 up until the 79th minute, when Bromley Green then fell below the required number of players, leading to the game to be abandoned. Invicta Rangers drew 2 all in normal time with Bromley Green reserves, but Bromley Green reserves then triumphed 4-2 in the penalty shootout. A tight game at home to Merzham Sports Club saw Coxie from Farley lose narrowly 1-0. Maidstone Tempest were 4-0 victors away to Cross Keys. Kieran Higgins with his fourth for the season and Bradley Brooker amongst the goals again and Jordan Higgins with a clean sheet. Richard Allingham got East Morling Reserve's goal in their 3-1 defeat to Shaddockshurst whilst William Holness got the Invicta Sunday goal in their 5-1 defeat to Lidtown and that was his seventh goal of the season. Len Valley were the 4-2 winners at home to Loisers, scorers not known, whilst IGS unfortunately suffered a 6-0 defeat away to Laysdown. Marden Miners lost 4-1 at home to a well-organised brewmaster High Halden, Tyler Smith with a Marden goal. Park Royal Reserves went through, winning 3-1 versus Stanhope and Beaver Rangers. Harry Amundsen with two and Alex Petty with the Park Royal goals. Minter will be hoping to convert their cup form into league form as they won 3-0 away to Snodland Town, Dara Grimes, Peter Reedman, and Joe White were the goals for Minter. Whitehorse Jaguars progressed, winning 3-2 versus Binnenden Sunday, scorers not known, and Yielding and Lanningford Reserves lost 7-0 at home to Pilgrims. In the Plumstead Cup, Shane Lawrence picked up his first win as Whitehorse manager, 5-0 versus People's Reserves, Jake and Zach Walter both on the score sheet along with Tom Woolen, John Self and Liam Stone for the Breadmen. That season progressed to round two where they have a home tie against Metrogas. After last week's ties in the President's Cup, we now have the draw for the next round of the competition. I'll now hand over to Ian Tucker for the Group A draw. Right now it's time to do the draw for round two of the President A Cup, uh, which is sponsored by uh, John Bennett Billiards. Uh, league chairman David Borton and League Secretary Steve Taylor are alongside me and we've got uh, several ties uh, to pick out now. So uh, Steve, we can just 
give the, uh, the balls a shake, make sure they're all mixed up and ready to go. And uh, so David will be picking out our home teams and Steve will be following on with the away sides. Let's get ourselves underway. Number nine. And number nine is uh, White Horse. Number five. And they'll have home advantage against Laybourne Angels. Number two. At number two, that's uh, Yordin and Laddingford. Number four. And they will be playing Marden Miners. Get this roll out. Number six. At number six, that's uh, Larkfield and New Hive Sunday. 16. And home advantage for them is against Aylesford Reserves. Number 15. At 15, that's uh, East Morling Sunday. We'll play number 12. And that's uh, Rubicon Limerick. Number one. Number one is uh, Aylesford. Number three. And they're at home to number three. That's Park Royal. Number 11. Number 11, that's uh, Barming Blues. We'll play number seven. And home advantage for them against Sutton Valence Athletic. Now, it does leave uh, two teams. Uh, they've got a bye into the next round. And that is uh, IGS and Langley. So they're automatically through uh, to round three. Thanks to Ian for that. And we'll be back with the Group B draw after the roundup of this week's fixtures. Three fixtures in the Premier Division. And Marder Miners are away to East Morning Sunday and we'll be looking to try and close that gap on Aylesford and take advantage of Aylesford not playing this week. Larkfield and Newhive Sunday face Park Royal. And White Horse are at home to Rubicon Limerick. In Division 1, first place Aylesford Reserves play third place Langley Athletic. And Langley could go level on points if they win versus Aylesford. Barmin Blues are at home to Laybourne Angels. Yielding and Ladford host IGS. And if results go their way, IGS could end up top of the table due to their superior goal difference. Laybourne Chase are at home to Vinters in Division 2. Vinters looking to put a cup defeat behind them and return back to their league form. Minter at home to Invicta Rangers and Minter will be hoping that they can take their cup form into the league. And it's a clash between the top two as Park Royal Reserves face Invicta Sunday. With Invicta knowing that a win will see them replace Park Royal at the top of the table. Meanwhile, Snodland face local derby versus Laybourne. In Division 3, a close game can be expected between Cross Keys and Walnut Wanderers. And Kent Sanders United are at home to Laybourne City and will be looking to close the gap on Laybourne at the top. Matesone Tempest face Yielding and Laddingford Reserves at home and will be looking to carry on their form. And Len Valley in second place are away to Parkwood Jupiters and will be looking to close the gap on Laybourne City. The final game of the division is a mid-table clash between Whitehorse Jaguars and Matesone Kestrels. So that's all of the fixtures for Sunday the 17th of October. We now take you to the President's Cup draw for Group B and back over to Ian Tucker. So we're back now with the President's B draw. This is uh, sponsored by uh, Shepherd Neem, and thanks to them for their continued support. Uh, David Borton, Chairman of the League, is uh, drawing those home ties and uh, League Secretary Steve Taylor doing the honours with the away teams. So uh, and let's get ourselves underway with the first ball out of the bag. OK, number 13. At 13, that's uh, Laybourne City. Number two. And they'll be at home to Minter. Number 16. 16, that's uh, Coxheath and Farley. Number four. And they'll be home to Yordin and Laddingford Reserves. Number six. Six, that's uh, Parkwood Jupiters. Against number 10. And home advantage for them against Walnut Wanderers. Number 12. 12, that brings up Invicta Sunday. Number nine. And they'll be at home to Invicta Rangers. Number eight. Number eight, that's uh, Len Valley. Reply 15. And they'll be taking on Kent Sands United. Number one. Number one, that is the Maidstone Tempest. Against number five. Who get home advantage against Barming Youth. Number 14. Penultimate uh, tie here, it's uh, Park Royal Reserves. Number three. And they're at home to Snodland Town. 
Final two, in, hopefully in the bag. Yes, they are. Yep, here we go. Number 11. Number 11, that's uh, Laybourne Chase. And the last one in the bag is number seven. Oh, sticking with that theme, it's uh, Laybourne. So Laybourne Chase versus Laybourne. That's our final tie of round two. Thanks again to Ian for that draw. The date for that round is still to be decided, so we will bring you that news as and when we get that. That's it for this week. Hope you've enjoyed listening and we've brought you up to speed with what's going on around the league. Look forward to filling you in with more results, fixtures and news next week. Hello and welcome to the South East Counties Women's Football League section of the All Around the League show for the Celt podcast. Results for the 10th of October 2021. As always, starting off in Division 1 East, we had Ellsford Seconds winning 10-1 against Ramsgate Women. Um, Penny Delaway and Gemma Sullivan both grabbing hat-tricks there, sharing the match ball. Borough Green Juniors ladies and Sittingbourne ladies drawing 0-0. And the big game that I looked at last week, which was Cray Valley ladies taking on Bowden Sports. Cray Valley grabbing the win, winning 3-2. Great result for them. And that puts them in a good position to uh, jump Bowden Sports and potentially putting them top in a couple of weeks' time. Moving on to Division 1 West. We've got... AFC Littlehampton losing uh, 4-2 against Stellingtown Community Women. Ashmount Lee losing to Leatherhead Women 7-4. Burgess Hill Town Women um, beating Lansing Ladies 9-1 uh, with five goals from Emma Witter. Eastbourne United Association Women beating Tunbridge Wells 3-1. And Beckenham Town um, beating Whiteleaf Development 4-1 which was a result that I predicted last week. Moving on to Kent Division 1 East. Hearn Bay continuing their fine form of the season, uh, beating Diamond United away from home 7-0. Favisham Strike Force uh, beating University of Kent Ladies 4-2. And uh, Woodcombe Sports and Socials drawing 1-1 with Betshanga Welfare. Into Kent Division 1 West. Three games here. Oakwood Ladies and Petswood Ladies Seniors uh, drawing 3-3. Free free. Um, I've been told that Petswood Ladies have had low numbers uh, for players recently. So they're doing really well to keep getting the games going, which I think, you know, is, is really great for the commitment. Um, I think, yeah, they last week they had eight players and drew 5-5 five five with Seven Oaks. Uh, this week, looks like they might have had potential 11 um, with one substitute. So I'm glad that they're still going and that's, that's how it should be. Um, Gravesham girls and ladies losing uh, 4-1 against Footscray Lions. And Anchurians women uh, beating Long Lane women 4-0. On to Kent Division 2 East. Four games here. Uh, the Fountain SSC beating Sittingbourne ladies 3-1. I think they're actually 1-0 down at half-time in the Fountain SSC. So it's good that they fought back. Um, I even think their centre-back scored a goal as well. Uh, good prediction from myself. Um... Larkfield ladies beating Bitterden 9-0. Uh, four goals for Shannon Collins and a hat-trick from Ellie Hardy. Castle Colts second beating Barming 10-1. Um, Saskia Harris grabbing a hat-trick in that one. And Chloe Gillingham grabbing two. And finally, Baypoint ladies six. Lidtown four. Absolute cracking game. That was Ashley Hayes grabbing a hat-trick for Lidtown, but it wasn't enough to secure the win. And finally into the Kent Division 2 West, which is my league. We had uh, Tunbridge Wells Foresters Development losing 5-1 to Junior Reds. Kings Hill losing 9-2 against Bromleyans Women. Uh, Bromleyans are now top of the league. And Guru Nanak Ladies and Orpington Ladies drawing 1-1, with Orpington Ladies being 1-0 up at half-time. My game against... So FC Peak's game against London Legends was called off. Uh, this is the second week now that the game's been called off for us. Hopefully we can get a game on next week against Junior Reds. After these results, this, the league's starting to look good uh, with Bromleyans top. Uh, we've got a game in hand against them in second at FC Peak with nine points. Uh, Orpington Ladies are in third with eight points and Junior Reds are in fourth with six points. So a good couple of fixtures coming up. Kings Hill just dropping off as well. But I think that top five could be fighting out for the title this season. And now for the fixtures for the 17th of October. 
in Division 1 East. Ellsford Seconds taking on Glebe Ladies. Um, Ellsford Ladies, I've got that down as a win for them to keep up their good form. Bowden Sports against Sittingbourne Ladies. Again, going with Bowden Sports. They've had some good form. They'll look to avenge uh, this week's defeat to, to Cray Valley. Ramsgate Women against Castle Colts Ladies. Um, and then in the Kent FA Plate, we've got Margate FC Ladies taking on Kent Football United Development. In Division 1 West, fixtures for the 17th. We've got Burgess Hill Town taking on Ashmount Lee. Leatherhead FC Women taking on Whiteleaf Development. We've also got a couple of games that I'll likely cover next week. Uh, the Sussex Trophy. Chichester City taking on Stellingtown Community Women. Lansing Ladies taking on Wooding Dean Wanderers. And Montpellier Villa taking on AFC Littlehampton Ladies. Into Division Kent Division 1 East. Bet Shager Welfare taking on Dill Town in the Kent FA Plate. A lot of Kent FA Plate games in this one. Faversham Strike Force Women taking on Diamond United. Mersham Sports Club Ladies taking on Anturians Women. Fountain SSC who knocked us out taking on Herne Bay Reserves. That would be a good game. University of Kent Ladies taking on Larkfield Ladies. Woodcombe Sports and Social Ladies taking on Kent Football United Development. And Sevenoaks Town taking on Canterbury City Ladies. Uh, Seven Oaks Town, I'd probably go with the win on that one. Canterbury City have just not picked up to, uh, this season. In Kent Division 1 West, again, a couple of other cup games in this one. Junior Red Seniors taking on Oakwood Ladies in the league. In the Capital Junior Cup, Footscray Lions taking on Larkspur. London Legends taking on Long Lane Women in the Capital Junior Cup. And then a couple more, uh, Kent FA Plate. Gravesham Girls and Ladies taking on Junior Reds Under-18s and Sittingbourne Ladies taking on Petswood Ladies Seniors. Into Kent Division 2 East. We get a couple of league games in this one, um, but mostly Kent FA Plate. So in the league, got Bitterden taking on Lidtown. In the Cup, Kent FA Plate, you've got Barming taking on Kings Hill. Betshega Welfare taking on Dill Town. Castle Colt Second taking on Bay Point Ladies. And that's it for the Division 2 East section. Kent Division 2 West section. Hopefully these games get played. It would be very nice if they did. Uh, FCP taking on Junior Reds Valiants. That would be a tough game for both teams. We played a 1-0 win against them earlier in the season. And they just annihilated us for the last 45 minutes. Um, so hopefully we can play a bit better this week. Ide Hill taking on Orpington Ladies. And... In the Capital Junior Cup, we've got Hackney Women taking on Bromleyans Women. London Legends taking on Long Lane Women. And in the Kent FA Plate, again, I've just kind of read these all out of sync, but it's what the full time's given me. Uh, Maidstone United taking on Guru Nanak Ladies. And that covers everything for the South East County Women's Football League results and fixtures. Um... All the best to your team if you've been listening. Um, if, again, if I've got any names wrong, give me a shout. I'll try and get as many shout-outs for players as possible. Um, full-time isn't always updated as quickly. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast. The game's played on Sunday the 10th of October. In the Premier Division, Oakview, who have had a slow start to the season seem to be hitting something like their old form, with a 5-0 win over old rivals Everett Rovers Reed. Lewis Putman opened the scoring in the first half when he raced clean through the Everett defence to slot home. Owen Ayres then doubled the lead before the break when he netted following a pass from Tom Kennedy, which split the back four. In the second half, Chris Killer scored the third before setting up Lee Armit for the fourth goal with an own goal finishing the scoring. St Joseph's dropped their first league points of the season as they were held to a 1-1 draw by Old Valerians who themselves gained a first point of the campaign. Joes got off to the perfect start 
when Hugo Figueredo whipped in a cross that Anton Collins brought down on his chest and finished with a shot into the corner. Both sides then hit the woodwork, but it looked like St Joseph's would carry on with their winning run until late on, when Craig Totten swept the ball out to the right, and Jake Entwistle collected it and drove into the box where he was brought down by a defender. Charlie Haley stepped up and tucked the ball away for the spot to share the points. In the other game, Ashley Lewis scored the only goal for North Watford as they beat Evergreen 1-0, swivelling on the edge of the box to plant a low drive into the corner of the net. In Division 1, Bushy Rangers made it four wins from four games with a 2-0 win over Soccer. The first half ended goalless after a close hard-fought affair, but in the second half, Bushy took the lead after Connor Carney intercepted a goal kick and logged the keeper from around 30 yards. Bushy then doubled their lead after Callum McCarroll was played through by Jake Davison to score past the on-rushing keeper. The rest of the division is very close behind Bushy Rangers, with just four points separating five clubs. Abbott's Langley Club remain in second place, but they suffered a 3-1 defeat to Casbury Rangers. Casabry struck the crossbar and the post before they finally opened the scoring just before the break, when Corey Botton threaded the ball through to Taylor Asundo, whose touch took him clear of the back line and threw on goal, where he calmly slid the ball under the keeper. Rangers doubled their lead in the second half, when, Matt Carpenter, when a Matt Carpenter goal kick was headed on by Rob Ladmore into the path of Nathan Page. He was able to cross for Aidan Leslie, who had the simple task of tapping into an empty net. Jack Carter bundled the ball over the line to pull Abbotts back into the game, but Casterbury sealed the victory when some poor Abbotts defending allowed Rob Ladmore to slide in Nathan Page, who again was able to send over to the back post across for Aidan Leslie to grab his second of the game. Bushy Eagles are in third place after a 3-0 win over Chester United. Eagles opened the scoring after 20 minutes with a volley from Jack Davis from around 10 yards out into the bottom corner. Dean Brinton doubled the lead before the break when he was found clean through and slotted home. Charlie Wharton completed the scoring with a header on the hour mark. Langleybury Cricket Club joined WD on six points after a 3-2 win over them. Connor Seals netted a brace with Oliver Eilert also on target for the home side. Dion Bell and Ryan Boyle replied for WD. In Division 2, it was a case of goals galore, with 41 being scored in just six games, an average of almost seven goals a game. Ten of those goals came as Woodside beat Chelfon Saints 6-4. Aidan Brennan gave Chelfon an early lead, but Joe Fox soon equalised. But it was Chelfon who were back in front with Job Littlefield scoring with a tidy finish. But then, just before half-time, Luke Dolan headed home at the back post to level again for Woodside. Early in the second half, Chelfont found themselves reduced to 10 men due to a straight red card, and Woodside took advantage of this when Joe Fox completed his hat-trick 
with two quick-fire goals. The first, a lob followed by a penalty. Drew Snowden came off the bench and scored within a minute to make it 5-2. And despite being down to 10 men, Chalfont rallied and scored twice more through Callum Donovan and Tom Mack. But any hopes of a dramatic comeback were ended when Leandro Nunes tapped home from almost right on the goal line. Hertfordshire Eagles are in second place, with the same number of points as Woodside, just being two behind them on goal difference after a 4-0 win over Sparta Phoenix. Glenn O'Malley struck twice, with Charlie Kimpton and Henry Gibbor also on target. St Mary's Harefield have three wins from three games, after a 5-2 win over Forza Watford. Cole Swan and Harry Fulbrook both scored doubles, supported by a goal from Craig Matheson. Peter Rock and Adam Kemp replied for Forza. Watford Youth Sports put eight past Abbott's Wanderers, although Abbott's did manage a consolation goal. Zach McNicholas and Taylor Kemp, both not hat-tricks for sports, with Joe Blagden and Callum Bedwell also getting in on the goal-scoring act. Sanjeev Vigaswalton struck the Abbott's reply. Dunbar suffered a fourth, fourth straight defeat and are bottom of the table following a 6-3 home defeat to Watford Town in which both sides could only field 10 players each. Jay Haynes scored twice for Dunbar along with Steve Noonan but Chris Blunden hit a hat-trick for Town supported by Nathan Tannen, Marcus Fry and Spencer Hobbs. Dunning's Bar won 2-0 for the second week running, this time against West Hearts, with Ben Brown and Finn Duncan with both with the goals. Finally, in Division 3, with the top of the table game between King George and Watford New Sports being postponed, it was left to Southern Cross and Francis George to join the top two on nine points. Southern Cross bounced back from their County Cup defeat with a 5-0 win over Wishingwell, Watford. Stefani Grimes-Ford scored twice with Gary Wicks, Kai Barris and Matthew McManus also scoring. Francis George beat Batchworth 4-1. Adam Wilden with two and Luke Furlong and Elliot K. Jessup with a goal each. Alex Hollis replied for Batchworth. BBFC beat Brickywood Acorns 7-1 in the Brickywood Derby. James Barnett struck twice, backed up by strike from Danny Wallace, Tom Coleman, Alfie Dibble, Kian Hallahan and Danny Galliers, with Harrison Fisher scoring the single Acorns goal. Inter have their first league win of the season and it came in a fine fashion with a 6-1 win over Rio Rovers. Chris Head, uh, sorry, Chris Stead scored, scored a hat-trick with James Oldham, Eon Vakuhu, Michael Craggs also finding the net and Rhea Amari Smith replying with a single Rio consolation goal. That's it for this week. We look forward to uh, being back with you next week with next Sunday's games. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.